0: Hey hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller podcast. This is episode number 765. My name is Scott Volker and I'm here to help you build a future-proof business so you can create the ultimate freedom but and there's always a but. You have to take what you learn here in the podcast and take action and you can become the amazing seller of your life. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Well, today I am going to be sharing with you a really, really crazy story about how someone that I know personally, he's actually in Brand Creators Academy, actually, who's at Brand Accelerator Live as well, but I'm not going to mention his name, but he shared with me recently in an email that uh he is uh well he's looking at possibly losing $60,000 in just one day and uh I'm going to elaborate on this and why am I sharing this with you because it's a mistake that I think needs to be addressed. A lot of people only talk about all of the success of launching a product on Amazon and uh, you know, building a brand on Amazon. But they don't really talk a lot about the risks and a lot about being dependent on that channel. And uh, I want to share this story with you because I want you to be aware, of this, and uh, I'm not doing this so you say, oh, well, I'm not going to sell on Amazon. That's not the point here at all. The point is, yes, use that channel, but take the lessons here from this story and just make sure that you do all of the necessary research, because this probably could have been avoided. Now, there's some situations and circumstances that can't be avoided, uh, and it's kind of like out of your, you know, out of your uh, control. But in this case, and and he knows it as well, it probably should have been addressed or it should have been looked into a little bit further. But we're talking about $60,000 in inventory sitting in a warehouse that now cannot be sold on Amazon. Right now, in the state of that product, where it's at right now, it cannot be sold. So imagine that for a second. I want you to just let that sink in for a minute okay? You know, we hear about how you made $60,000 in whatever, 30 days, 90 days, whatever, a month, whatever, right? Like, you hear all of this, right? But think about that for a minute. How would it be if you had, you know, some inventory, and let's just call it $60,000 worth of inventory, and let's say that you were selling really well, and you knew that you were going to probably be able to sell that. Maybe you even purchased for fourth quarter, right? And then, one day. You notice that little flag up there in the right-hand corner of your uh of your uh, seller's account and it basically says I'm sorry, but we're terminating your your listing or we are suppressing your listing until you clarify uh you know that you have the rights to this product. Like and from there that was where all of your sales were coming from at that time, right? So just think about that for a minute. Let that sink in. And maybe right now you're listening to this and you are in that situation as far as you have some inventory inside of Amazon or not even in Amazon. Let's just say it's dependent on it selling on Amazon. Let's just say that that is you. All right. Well, what would it be if, you know, Amazon stopped your, your privileges of selling? How would that be? You know, these are things you, you do need to consider, by the way. Right, you do need to to consider that this is something that could happen. Right, good friend of mine, Mike Jackness. You guys probably remember him being on the show, being at Brand Accelerator Live. Good friend of mine, just recently sold a brand, had a million dollars in inventory, a million dollars in inventory. Told he told me flat out, and he even said it on the podcast. I mean, it had him up at nights because. For whatever reason, if Amazon wanted to uh, you know, not let them sell anymore, he was going to have to find other ways to sell because a lot of the sales were coming through Amazon. Yes, uh, some of the sales were coming off of Amazon, and I know, Mike, he would have figured out a way uh, to sell that inventory somewhere else. He's just a good marketer, and he's just a good business person, but who wants that, right? Who wants that stress? So that's why we do need to diversify, and that's exactly why I just finished up the brand building series and if you're coming in on this episode and you didn't listen to that, you're probably going to want to. There's six podcast episodes where I go through the exact build. It's actually going through and showing you like how to build external assets, how to build your own traffic, how to build your own email list, how to how to really take the longer, I should say the longer road approach, but the safer road approach, and also making it more sellable, like if you ever wanted to sell the business, going to make it less risky for an investor, like all of those things, so if you haven't listened, and if you didn't go through the brand growth validation checklist, here's my little reminder, make sure that you do that, okay, and you can go to brandcreators.com, and you can uh, grab that that checklist, it's about five pages long, I recommend printing it out, going through it, and then to make it even easier, I actually shot two videos, one of them walking you through exactly how to validate a market and seeing if you can even do this brand growth stuff that we talk about here, all right, and I'm also going to include all of those episodes in a download area there as well, so depending on when you're listening to this, they should be available, if they're not available, they'll be coming as long as you are on that list, the other thing is, while I have you here and we're talking about brand building, uh, Brand Creators Academy, currently right now, Uh, We are closed, but depending on when you're listening to this, we are going to be opening. We open a few times a year. The next time that we're going to be opening is January 6th, 2020. Now, if you are listening to this after January 6th, most likely we're closed, but if you want to be notified when we do open, you want to make sure that you go to brandcreators.com, get on that email list. That email list is only going to be delivering information about building a brand, and then also when we open the Academy, if you're at all interested, so make sure that you do that, all right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and, and dive in, all right, so choosing a product to sell on Amazon, if that is your only strategy, it is risky, all right, now, could you do that three years ago, four years ago, yes, you could, did we still think at that time that that was going to be like a business that you were just going to ride forever, me, no, personally, no, but it was a way to take a product launch it, make some money, take that money and roll it into something else. Totally, you know that's a great idea, right? But the problem is now is there's so many people doing it. There's so much competition. There's Chinese sellers that have come in. Uh, so it, it's just the the playing field is totally different, right? So if you're just thinking to yourself, I'm going to start by launching my product, you you're literally banking everything on that one product. We don't want to do that. I've seen it happen time and time again, and this is just the most recent example. But I've seen this happen over and over again, all right, and it's just, to me, it's going to be happening even more, so it's that much more important to build a brand, all right, so why am I sharing this story with you, well, because I want to give you a real live, like, example, and I want to share with you what happened, but then also how we can hopefully help to prevent this, or at least things to look out for as you're going through this process, all right, so here's the story, all right. My uh, my my friend here, uh, who's in our Brand Creators Academy. I'm just going to call him John. or right, I'm not going to use his real name, but John went out there and uh, and he's a he's a, a business guy. I mean, he's built multiple businesses and he got involved in the Amazon game. And he's like, this is a great opportunity. So he found a product, really good product, and uh, he tailored it a little bit differently. Right? He found a few products that were selling really well. And he went and he modeled those products. He went and reached out to his supplier, seen if he could have one made um, to those specs. They said yes, came up with some really good packaging, and off to the races, right? Sourced the product, launches his product. He ordered, I think it was 1,000 units. I don't know the exact number, but I'm pretty sure it was like 1,000 units. And boom, sold out those 1,000 units. All right, so awesome, right? Yes, this is great. Everything is kind of trucking along. What do you do now? you order more, right? You order another 3,000 units. Why not, right? We just we just had 1,000 units. We're we're going to play with Amazon money now, right? We're going to take that. And we're going to roll that into more product because if we have more product, we can sell more and we can see that they're trending up. We've done all the research, right? 3,000 units ordered and again, selling very, very well. So now we have a decision to make. We want to scale this. We want to be able to sell more product, right? I mean, we just sold 1,000 and we sold 3,000. Why not just double down and just order a whole bunch of units? We've kind of projected what we can expect. We've looked at the competition, what they're selling, what we're selling. Collectively, we should be able to sell, you know, a lot of these units, at least three to 4,000 units a month. So let's go ahead and buy three months worth of inventory. Let's just order 15,000 units. And that's exactly what he did. All right. Well, 15,000 units ordered, just about wrapping up with the 3,000 units that are in stock. All ready for the fourth quarter, you know uh, the, the the fourth quarter, uh, you know uh, celebration where we're going to have a whole bunch of sales, and the product gets delivered, gets through customs, ready to go, and then that red flag appeared, and that red flag appeared, and it said patent infringement claim. So now, my friend here, John, goes ahead and starts looking a little bit deeper into his product. And if it violates a patent, and guess what? It did. It did. It's the exact shape, the exact type of product, everything, right? Now, maybe the packaging's a little bit different, but that doesn't matter when you're talking about a patent. The patent itself is on the product, right? So now, what's he do? He's got 15,000 units in a warehouse ready to be sold. And he can't sell it on the channel that just sold those 4,000 units before. So he sent me a long email. And the, the thing is, it, it's, it's kind of funny because, you know, when people are entrepreneurs, they kind of expect stuff like this to happen. And, you know, I was kind of, I was kind of shocked, actually, because he had said to me, you know, should I just, he gave me some, some different scenarios, some options, and I'll, I'll go through these here in a minute. But he was kind of like, you know, at the end of the day... It's going to be an expensive learning, uh, you know, uh, you know, lesson here, because I might just have to eat them. I might have to just, just, you know, liquidate them and cut my losses and be done with it and take a loss, and you know, you you could do that and that would hurt, that would sting, right? Who wants to who wants to lose sixty grand, right? It's a lot of money, okay? So here is uh, the different options that we that we went through, and actually he gave these to me, and um, I haven't followed back up with him to see which one is uh, is going to work right now, but there are some options, right, so option number one was to try to contact the seller and offer to do a, a revenue split until they're sold out, basically just being up front, hey, listen, I didn't realize, I I thought my manufacturer was giving me a product that wasn't, you know, patented, again, a little time out here, if you are ever, ever selling a product that you think that could be, or even if you don't even think it could be, you might want to do a patent search or have an attorney do a patent search. Or let's say this, let's say that you're going to roll the dice on a thousand units, or maybe you're going to roll the dice on 3000. But if you're ready to make that 15,000 unit order, you might then want to take some of that money and pay a patent attorney to say, before I order these units, can you just do a scan for me and make sure that I'm not going to be violating any patents and there's nothing out there that's going to come back to bite me? Like that might be something that you want to do. So again, Think about that the next time you're ready to order a whole bunch of units, all right? So option number one was to try to contact the seller and offer to split revenue until it sells out. This way here, he's like, listen, I didn't realize I was doing this. I feel bad, uh, but I am sitting on 60 grand worth of inventory. Is there any way we can work out a deal? Can we do that? So you have that option. Option number two, try to sell them to the seller for cost. So maybe you say, listen, I'll, you know the listing, we're going to kill it, and why don't I just sell these to you at wholesale and you can sell them? Okay. So that's another option. And then option number three, take the loss. And ouch, that would hurt, right? But you could, you could do that, right? You could just take the loss. And on a loss and something like that, depending on your income bracket and where you are at, I mean, a deduction of 60 grand, I mean you're a 30 or a 40 percent, wherever you are in your tax bracket, um, you know, you are going to be able to get compensated some of that back again, talk to your accountant about that. What's the best way to do that. All right. Cause you have, you'd have to destroy or donate, um, that stuff and not make any money on it. Or you could make a dollar per unit maybe. Um, but then again, if you do that, you still might be violating that patent because you're not necessarily supposed to do it. You're supposed to destroy them. Right? So you might have to take that loss. That's option number three and option four is to recall all of the inventory and if there's a way to modify the design to fix the patent problem then maybe you can do that now you're going to spend some money to pull the inventory you're going to spend some money to to you know tweak it or do whatever you need to do right if you even can and then from there ship them back in and then hopefully you don't have them say, oh, no, it's still violating a patent. You got to figure out what the, what the line is in the sand about that patent, right? So let's just use a lure as an example, a fishing lure. Maybe there's a rubber guard on it that doesn't necessarily need to be that shape and it can be, it can be taken off or it could be maybe you can have your manufacturer send you a different shaped one. Maybe that's it, right? Maybe it's something that you're going to add to it that, that allows it to not be a patented product anymore right? One change. And that would be something that you probably want to contact an attorney and say, what do I need to do here to make this where I'm not violating that patent? And then let them tell you, and then at least you have a case against it. Um, so that's that. So those are your four different options. And that's the four different ones that he kind of came back to me with. And I think the it kind of goes in that order, to be honest. Well, actually, I, I, take, that, I take that back. It probably goes First thing, try to contact the seller and work something out to do a a split in revenue for you selling it on that listing because the the listing is producing, it's selling, right? So why not? And number two, try to sell them to the seller for cost if they don't want to do the first one. And then the third one would really be then recalling the inventory, try to modify it if you can fix the patent problem. And if not, number four would be take the loss and that would hurt, right? But the thing is, it's a lesson learned and, you know, by you hearing this, you know, this hopefully, is going to help you and prevent you from making a mistake like this. Don't just think it's not going to happen to you, okay? Uh, You know, don't don't think that, oh, I know that it's not patented because I did a quick Google search, right? If you're ready to buy $60,000 worth of inventory, you might want to do a little bit of research on the patent first, on on that product, right? You want to do that, all right? But here's the deal, you always, always want to look at patents. And if there's a question, you need to contact an attorney. When we're talking 60 grand to, to contact an attorney, it's I mean, it's gonna be money well spent because we could have maybe prevented this. Actually, I know we could have prevented this. Cause if he if he submitted this to a patent attorney, that patent attorney would have said, There's a patent out there for this product, this shape, I wouldn't do it. Right. And then then it's up to you. If you are, then you're gambling big time, right? So you you definitely want to uh, to to do that. So another lesson learned here, and again, I want to highlight this, is you never want to depend on one channel or product, okay? Because again, this can happen, right? Amazon can turn off your business, my business in one click. Like literally, they can send you that email and they're going to just, your your listing is dead. There's nothing you're going to do about it, right? In this case, in that patent, the only way that he could have gotten that listing back up and running is if he said... No, it's not violating a patent, and here's why, but then they would still want probably something from an attorney saying that versus you just saying, no, it's not, right? So that's what, uh, that's what you need to consider here, okay? Now, I want you to ask yourself this. If Amazon revoked your top product or Amazon selling privileges, what would that do to your business right now today, right? Ask yourself that question. Be honest with yourself. Okay, if Amazon revoked your top product or Amazon selling privileges right now, what would it do to your business? Okay, because this is important. We, we need to know this. We, we need to see, is everything dependent on that one channel, that one product, right? You might have 10 products, but one product's driving the train, right? So you need to protect that, right? So we need to, to me, the way to do that is to build outside channels, Build your own platform, build your own traffic that you control, build your own email list so you can communicate with people on a regular basis, be able to diversify the income streams by, by doing other things versus uh, just selling one product or selling products on Amazon and diversifying that, whether that's you know, maybe ad networks on your traffic or maybe it is affiliate. Uh, you know, a uh, commission that you're making on Amazon associates products, or maybe it's a digital product, like whatever it is, diversification is key. All right. You have to be able to do this. Right. And this is, this is why it is so critical that we're, you're talking about building a brand that has traffic that has all of these different things. It's critical. Right. So my question to you is, do you want to build a brand if you haven't done so already? And if the answer is yes, then you need to go through the free resources that I've put together for you. I literally spent at least 30 minutes an episode. It was over that. A lot of them were 35 to 40 minutes. And I did six of those. And they're totally free. So there's no excuse for you to at least go through it and see where you can build out your brand. Your first step is to go through the brand growth validation checklist. And you can find that by heading over to brandcreators.com. It's literally that simple, guys. And like I said, like right now, depending on when you're listening to this, there's nothing that I have to sell you. You you can't even get into the academy until it opens, which it only opens for generally around a week. And then from there, we close for at least two to three months. So again, I'm doing this because I want to help as many people as I possibly can. Number one, protect themselves, but also start building something that has value that is not just a one-off product or a one-off sale. So many people are just like, how do I get the next sale? How do I get the next sale? Now, it's different if you have a recurring product like a supplement or something like that. That's different, right? Because if you get a product, you get something that that continually people are buying, then yeah, you might want to focus really heavy on that, but you still want to be able to build out your external channels and your assets and all of the things that we talk about. It's so important. All right. So, go through those resources. There's nothing you know, there's nothing stopping you. Right? And I will tell you this. There's a lot of people that are not going to do this other stuff. So, what does that do for you or you and me? It it gives us a leg up on our competition cuz the competition's not doing it. I guarantee it right now. You find some of those products right now on Amazon, and if you do a jungle scout search on them and you see, "Oh my gosh, they're they're selling thousands of units," right? And they're they're doing pretty good, right? What's to say they don't get they don't, you know, get hit by something that Amazon imposes on them or maybe a false claim that then you have to you have to deal with for 60 days and your business goes down. Those companies, those businesses, those Amazon, I'm using air quotes, The Amazon business people that are doing that, that are building businesses exclusively on that platform, I guarantee if you look at probably 90% of them that look like they're doing really good right now today, they're not building the external stuff. They're not building, they probably barely have a website. They probably have a basic website just so they could get their trademark. Right, like a lot of people are just doing that. I bet you they don't have an email uh, list and an email follow up sequence, and I bet they 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 are not out there creating content to bring the right people over to their home base. So look at that. Look at your competition. See if they are, and if they're not, guess what? That's an opportunity for you. Is it going to take some work? Yes. Is it going to take learning some new stuff? Yes. But heck, you've gotten where you are right now by learning stuff. So why not learn this and why not build, you know, assets? That are going to be here today and tomorrow and a year from now that are going to help bring more business and bring the right people. Right. That's what we're talking about when we're building brands. And that's why I'm really, really focusing on that in 2020. And I am super excited about our brand creators Academy and the people in there, because right now they are action takers. They're in there right now, building out their home bases. They're building their email list. I actually did a four site review this morning on four of our brand creators Academy uh, members. And I'll just tell you, like, they're doing awesome. Like these people and some of these people out there you know like my my members are doing this and some people in your market are doing this you need to do this in order to really compete and be able to separate yourself from the Amazon only sellers all right so that's what i would say for you to do immediately is go through brandcreators.com. Go through the free training I have there for you. If you are interested in joining Brand Creators Academy, depending on when you're listening to this, we are opening for the first time in 2020, January 6th. And then from there, we're, we'll close the doors uh, for a short while, and then we'll open up again. And we'll let everyone know that does go through the Brand Creators uh, training. And then that way there, if you're interested you can join us, if not, no big deal, all right? So that is it, that is going to wrap up this episode. As always, remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Hey, one thing before you go, if you can do me a quick little favor here, if you've been listening to the podcast for any period of time, if this is your first episode or if it's been your 700th episode, if you could do me a favor, if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a review over there. Let us know what you think about the podcast. What has helped you by listening to this podcast? That would mean the world to me. It would also let iTunes know that uh, we are producing content that you actually like and it helps us get in front of more people like you and me. And that's what we wanna do here. We wanna help more people and we want to change more people's lives. So if you can do that, that would be amazing. And while you're at it, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, if you could do that as well, that would be absolutely amazing. Have an awesome day. I'll talk to you later.